0: This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
1: Oh, man, this is uh, electrifying. I feel way. It's like uh, last year was an amazing experience, of course, but this year is just a, even more to take in, just the people, the crowds, just the interactions. It's the kind of stuff we missed last year. But this year, is, yeah, it make you feel like it's the biggest sports show on earth for real. Welcome on in. Beckql Daily, right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier and Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Yeah, it is the biggest show on earth here as the uh, NCAA tournament begins. TSU's John Walker, the third, after a couple games last night. We got a lot to react to here. There's a couple teams in officially, including Indiana, who did cover, who did cover that number. And I was like, all right. We did it. We got through. I was skeptical, but they they did enough to uh, to cover the number last night of four and knock out Wyoming. So we get a 12 through, we get a 16 through, and we are rolling here. So a lot of NCAA today. We'll dive into best bets for the Sweet 16, best bets for the Elite Eight. We'll fill out a bracket today live on the air. I mean, that's, you got to do it. It's, it's kind of a rule this week. And of course, the backdrop is NFL free agency, the start of the new league year. So we got a lot going on here. Joe, the NCAA tournament has begun.
2: Hey, oh, oh, great night. 2-0 and against the spread. I decided to go in on Texas Southern. I, I m- mentioned it yesterday afternoon on the score. Listen, you know what? They have experience in the first four. they They've won these games a couple of times. Some of the numbers favored them defensively, and uh, it gets home. 2-0 and start can only mean one thing. We're going 67-0 and right. against the spread in the NCAA tournament. Oh, man, I'm, I'm so thrilled. I, don't, I wonder how down I'd be if uh, if it was an 0-2 night. Like, oh, man, this is going to be bad. There's going to be this high volume. But uh, feeling good after last night, I, I thought, like you mentioned, I thought we put the X on the old Hoosiers, but they came through. And uh, a lot of people I respect taking a look at Indiana. They think uh, they're one of those teams in that opening round play and whatever the hell you want to call it could win a few.
1: Yeah, Aaron's I was happy
2: too. I Paul.
3: told Gertz, you know, I don't usually, I try not to give out minus 188 bets, but I was confident about Indiana and I'm so glad it hit.
1: <laughs> that was an ugly game too, defensive. I mean, Wyoming, who was really good this year, but not, not turning the basketball over. I'm watching the first half and it's turnover after turnover after turnover. So maybe they just had a bad night, but. Joe, I do think a little credit's in store for Indiana, who who played well in the Big Ten tournament, played well last mm-hmm. night. Defe- their defense continues to bring it, and um, I don't know. We, we've seen this before. We've seen these these 12 teams or 11 lines in these uh, play-in games. All of a sudden, boom, they're in, and they make a run. I don't know if this Indiana team is going to do that, but so far, so good as they cover the four, and uh, and and they win.
2: Did Did we get both first-half-unders
3: last night?
1: Yes, we did. Oh. That means that means can't. the trend is real and we have to keep betting them. First well, <laughs> I
3: already bet him for tonight. The first um, one was a sweat. I hope it keeps going. The
0: first one was a sweat, came down to the last possession, but once that one got in, Indiana uh, there was never a doubt.
2: Never in doubt. So Paul, you know the the game line didn't work out, but the first half unders worked out, which means cancels out. Steven strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> I will say
0: I'm going to have a real tough time betting the first half under on Wright State and Bryant. I know. Bryant. Agreed. So that one I'll pass. I'll watch.
2: I I don't know. I think you can wait because that number should climb today, right?
0: Probably. Yeah, but I'm on the over for the game too. So, I mean, I want to cancel myself out before the game even starts, but I will be playing the (laughs) Rutgers. (laughs) I will be playing the Rutgers Notre Dame first half under. That looks good to me. That looks good. Yeah, we have and
2: to now. It's fun. Fun. No more breaks. Next night, we don't have meaningful college basketball. Is going to be, uh, what, Monday?
1: Monday, you know, yeah,
2: I'm right. Not counting the other tournaments. And then we're going to sit, be sitting here talking about the Sweet 16 that morning.
1: No, awesome. we're in. This is like, now it starts rolling now. And there's nonstop stuff going on for a while. All right, so we'll get to tonight's game's coming up a little bit. We will dive into Sweet 16, <laughs> Elite Eight, our best plays. We'll fill out a bracket uh, later on the show. Of course, today is also the first day of the start of the new league year for the NFL. And we know a lot of stuff has gone down already. Some big, big signings have already been uh, reported out there. But but two interesting things. Uh, one, we'll continue to monitor. But the first one, let's talk about this Tom Brady thing. So we got books complaining here because, and we mentioned on the show the other day, that there were some big bets that came in on the Bucks before Tom Brady officially uh, unretired or whatever that word is. He came back, right? He's not retired. He announced he's playing in 2022. So, Joe, we have we have complaints here that that people are upset that there might have been some some information leaking out. Isn't that part of the deal? Isn't that happen?
2: Cry, baby, cry, keep crying. I can't stand this. They know it's a bad look. Every every day, sportsbooks get information, and they move numbers based on that sort of information. But when the shoe's on the other foot, they don't like it. They get very upset. Stop. NFL should do some sort of investigation why it was a rumor that went out yes somebody talked somebody got the information to a better who was already living or flew out to las vegas and they got down a lot of bets and a lot of sports books i applaud that good on you you were proactive you just didn't sit on that information so first off i, I say half of this is on the sports books we every time tom brady came up we were talking about which team he's going to play for, not about his retirement for a second. It was which teams he's going to play for, not oh, it, it, is he really going to sit? No, where is he going to play? It wasn't, it wasn't if he's going to play. We knew he was going to play. How do you post a fifty? How do you post a sixty to one on the Bucks Super Bowl odds, knowing the contract situation? How do you have thirty to one in that weak NFC on the Tampa Bay Bucks? So I applaud this better. They, they hit it out all, all the major sports books out in Las Vegas. They lowered the number. Better hit him again. Better hit him again. Good. You guys don't like it, do you?
3: Cry. <laughs> yeah, we should be doing a victory lap on the show because we've been talking about it. There was never really a. Oh, I'd be shocked if Tom Brady came out of retirement. We all thought it was a strong possibility, and so did most of our guests too. Nobody was shocked by this.
1: Yeah, and anytime we brought up NFL futures, that one always—we maybe we didn't lead the conversation with—we always brought it up, like twenty-eight to one on the box.
3: Probably like, gonna happen.
1: Yeah, if you get it now and he comes back, it's incredible value. And, and someone did it. And look, you, Joe, the way you framed it is exactly right. The books get information every day and they move the number because that's their job. Well, if someone, if a better gets information, they should take advantage of it, right? That's what we mm-hmm. all are trying to do anyway. Now, for the most part, most of us don't get incredible information we just have little bits of it and or we try to you know ascertain something and we try to make a bet but deal with it uh, and the odds are the bucks probably aren't going to win it anyway right the book's probably not going to get slaughtered on this anyway they might win it but it's not like they're the gonna they're going to win it, it you know relax just calm down
2: that nfc bet looks pretty strong sure that looks really strong right yeah. now it's a bit so what else but what else is going to happen here yeah it's a big number and they're co-favorites to come out of the nfc as a super bowl they're right yeah. there with green bay Yeah. so if viewed as the third fourth best in the nfl but cry me a river dude just stop see he, they know and I, they know too i like jay cornegay they know exactly how people react they don't want to hear sports books complain we we go out there and many people go out there thinking all right i'm gonna lose a grand this week and i'm gonna have fun and that's okay because i i'm gonna do this once a year or once every few years." We see the shiny lights, all those uh, glorious televisions they have. I mean, come on. Come on. Have they uh, – Jay, how many losing NFL seasons have you had, Jay? Tell me that. <laughs> I'm not going to cry for you. Sorry, man. I'm not.
1: Yeah, get over it. So that's the big story in this, in the NFL betting world. On the field in the NFL, or I guess off the field with free agency, the, the big story now it continues to be the Deshaun Watson thing, right, where he's going to land. And how about last night? I, I was waiting for this to happen. I don't think we've ever seen this, Aaron, in the NFL, where a team that has a quarterback under contract takes a meeting with a quarterback on another team. right? Like trade talks happen, free agency happens, but Baker Mayfield basically is like, yeah, we're getting a divorce now. Like you try to get Deshaun Watson, that's fine. I, I guess I'm not playing here anymore. So it's, it's weird and awkward. Like Baker's obviously not playing for the Browns next season.
3: Baker Mayfield is all in his feeling. That was my initial reaction. And I thought about it. I was like, the NFL is the greatest drama ever. I mean, if this was a TV series, you can't even draw this up any better. I mean, that letter that was typed out that he put out there, he was so emotional. Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous. Like, you're still under contract there. This is like his his desperate last-ditch effort to be like, Give me another chance, please. I love the city of Cleveland. Let's work this out.
1: Was he saying goodbye? Does he know something? Well, I think he was. I think it was his way of saying, I'm not playing here if you don't get Deshaun Watson. I I think Mm. he's ending the relationship because he knows they're trying to end the relationship.
2: I I love that. Don't you love that move? It's always a strong move. I'm going to dump you before you dump me.
1: Listen, I'm exactly. out. See ya. Thanks, I don't, I don't want
2: to be hurt. I don't want the the sympathy. No, no. I've got the upper hand in this relationship, buddy. We need That's a backq all daily after dark with
0: Joe O just telling us the absolutely insane and twisted things he did in his dating life. Because I feel like there's <laughs> hours of content there.
3: Am I wrong? Caller. Let's hear. He from, uh... he
2: wants the upper hand. He knows what's happening. He's about to get dumped, kicked to the
3: curb. Yeah, and the way. Uh-uh. Fans into it about how he works – he's, like, the working class of Cleveland. Like, he's trying to relate to the fans, tug at their heartstrings.
2: Oh, Mr. Hollywood is all of a sudden blue collar. Yeah. Yeah. I know.
0: (laughs) Is there any scenario where – I don't know. I mean, he hasn't gotten paid yet, right? Right. So, I mean, all right, you want me back, where's the ring? Like, kind of a Kobe scenario. But, like, like the – is there any way where it's like they – he, I mean, he's holding out. It's if the he's
2: like, but I don't really want you back, dude. It's fine. Right.
0: I mean, there's no scenario where Cleveland takes, like, who, where does Cleveland go if they don't, no Deshaun, no Baker?
1: They're in Have a little anything? bit of trouble. Yeah. It is awkward. This is never, we've never seen this in the NFL. Like, it's one thing to make a phone call to another GM. No one really knows what you're talking about. It's another thing to look around in the draft. No one really cares about that. Like the Browns flew to Cleveland to uh, flew to Houston to meet with another quarterback who's under contract with another team. It's right. awkward. It, like the Saints and Panthers don't have anyone at quarterback. So it does there's no feelings being hurt.
2: Well, what's happening with Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: I was
0: just going to say Jimmy.
2: Is there a point where San Francisco says, hold on, what are we doing here? Are we sure we want to go forward with this at this point? We still have this guy in a rookie deal for a few more years. I'm not even sure that he's ready right now. And GBG's likely going to get injured at some point. Both sides said their goodbye publicly, but it doesn't mean they can't go back. In this conference, you want to hand it to right now? (laughs) We're on a break. (laughs) Do whatever you want on a break.
3: (laughs) I know. Is that what the Browns are doing? It's like going on a date while you're still in a relationship.
1: That's exactly what they're doing. And Baker's like, "This is over. You can't do that. I'm not waiting around for you to come back here."
3: Exactly. I don't want your.
2: You're on a break. Seconds. It's over.
1: It's over. <laughs> yeah. But Baker Baker <laughs> broke up with them last night. It's over.
2: Can Baker Mayfield really break up with the team? That's insane to me. That, I'd oh be running gosh. to the NFC if I could. If I'm
1: Baker Mayfield, I'm
3: just getting flashbacks of Michael Lombardi on our show trashing Baker Mayfield every Monday.
1: It's great. <laughs> Do we think that Matt Ryan does something similar? I doubt he would run to social media, but I wonder what, how he feels. Like, he's under contract. He's been the Falcons quarterback for 12 years. They want Deshaun Watson? See you, guys. Maybe he says, I want out here, too.
2: Well, How does Taysom Hill feel today?
1: See, I don't think he matters.
0: <laughs> Taysom Hill got than, like, paid. That's game. all he cares about. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah.
2: I would lose it if Taysom Hill wrote a similar letter and posted it. <laughs> don't want
1: me? Trade me. <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> that would be so much good content for
1: all yeah, of us be involved. Great. <laughs>
2: I don't know what's going to happen I don't know what Cleveland's doing if you're Cleveland you've done a great job building this roster but right now you're the 10th best team in the AFC yeah. so how do you how do you get to top six top seven Watson okay any any other avenue I, I no mean, other they, way
1: they could draft a quarterback
2: does Jimmy G get you a playoff berth?
3: Yeah, he
0: can I think so. I think you get I think back so. to the same spot you were last year, but all, not all, a, right a championship. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. If Deshaun if you're, Watson you're,
0: goes to Atlanta, do you if you're Cleveland, do you see if Matt Ryan has any juice left?
1: I I would. I think you have to.
2: Yep. But I don't want him playing outside every day.
1: Yeah, Whew, he fits man. way better in Indianapolis, Matt Ryan in a dome. Yes. Putting Matt Ryan at this stage of his career in, in the AFC North feels like an issue.
2: You know, what's interesting <laughs> is all
1: all these teams that are being
2: brought up for Deshaun Watson, Atlanta, Cleveland, New Orleans, Carolina, I'm not thinking, oh, those media markets are going to torch them for the decision, right? I think they're that not might going be part to... of
1: Watson's thinking and yeah, his agent. They're
2: going to smaller markets, yeah, where football is totally king.
1: And he's a king. I mean, he's so popular in the the South anyway because it was what he did in the ACC that I think there's something to that. I think there's something to strategically where he might want to end up here. So we'll see. Uh, So we got a lot of NFL today. If anything breaks through in the show, obviously we'll hit on that. We got a bunch of college basketball. Very quickly, Kyrie Irving, road game last (laughs) night, 60 points. Oh, oh man.
2: This is awesome. So what are they going to do? Are they going to change the rules? Because now – you know what came just as big of a story: the Baseball. Yankees, the mm-hmm. the players on that team, and Aaron Judge Aaron completely Judge. dodges the question, meaning we know the answer. Yeah, and got Rizzo. Like, what? What are they going to do? Are they really going to not let their star players play in Yankee
3: home games? I think God. if any team has power when it comes to these city officials. It's the Yankees. You're right. The Steinbrenners are gonna get this done. They are not they're not gonna let a couple Kyries on their team ruin their season and <laughs> have Aaron Judge miss half the games. I mean, I it's just not gonna happen.
1: I think the Yankees Which means get the rules change.
3: Nets are back in play now, too, those Nets futures.
1: You're right. Sweet sixteen Elite Eight Futures next, right here on the Becky Wall Network.